Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now crank this motherfucker up. The finest ingredients are right in the mix. Yo, it's Ryan Clinton, the hip-hop Hercules, the hip-hop historian. We got a very special, hilarious, and in his own unique way, very inspirational guest on the line today, Mr. Robert Frank. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy it's Friday. Uh, definitely ready for the drink of the week and all sorts of that. Yeah, buddy. Guido Pump Day. About to kill arms in about four hours. Well, I'm not going to do the same, but I applaud you for having the ambition. Okay. All right. So I know you recently started the House of Gains podcast. I gave it a listen. It's a it's a good show. It's really insightful for people that don't know who you are. But giving that insight on who you are outside of the front seat of your car, post-workout and those type of videos for fans who haven't heard some episodes or snippets. What would you like the average viewer of your Instagram page to know about you outside of that celebrity? Everybody thinks that I'm the guy that they see for the 60 second clips where I'm, you know, sweaty in my car with the bandana on screaming. But that couldn't be any further from the truth. Like, if you ever met me out, that's not me. Uh, it's, it's almost like a character I play. The way that I explain it is it's me, but it's me on a lot of caffeine and, you know, pre-workout and stuff like that. And just getting hyped up to do the character. Um, but that's really not me. I'm, I'm a very normal human being, um, you know. But that's—I mean—that's—that's that's the biggest thing is people always think that I'm that mad and I'm that angry and red and screaming and gonna have a heart attack. But that—that's really not me. I'm—I'm I'm really a normal dude. <laughs> what was the uh, the intentions behind the first video? What made you put out that screaming, angry, red first video? Well, um, I started doing the character on my YouTube channel probably about a year before. In small doses, about a year before I actually did the first viral video that actually caught on, um, and that was the Pokemon Go video that just, I mean, it, it went crazy on the internet. I never expected it to, but the thought process behind the character in, in general is just, I'm a big wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan since I was, you know, three years old, and just watching the old-time wrestlers cut promos and you know, change their voices and get angry and, you know, all that. Plus a little bit of like Jersey Shore meathead, kind of like the, uh, the situation. I always say that I always tried to throw like a little situation in there too. So it was like, it was a combination of like wannabe wrestler, uh, Guido juice head meathead, whatever you want to call them that you would see down like your stereotypical meathead that you would think of when you think of either the show Jersey Shore or people that have travel to Jersey and, you know, see these meatheads walking on the boardwalk. I never expected that guy to be motivating. I wanted him at first to kind of be like hated or who the hell is this guy, but it turned out the exact the exact opposite, and it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty funny that you – I didn't know that you were a wrestling fan and all sorts of that, but um, I saw somebody's first reaction to one of your videos, and they actually thought that you were Hunter Hearst Helmsley Triple H. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wish I was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, but no. Um, and I'm not as big as a fan as I used to be, but I mean, in the 80s, uh, 90s, there was no bigger fan than me. And I didn't just watch 
your mainstream WWF or WCW. I watched all the territories and AWA world class championship wrestling. Anything that I could find on TV that had wrestling, I would watch it. So. Very cool. Very cool. Now, this is something that I read, so I just want to know in your words how it was. Howard Stern seems to be a form of inspiration for you, at least in the comedic game. Is that true? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, my parents would put on Howard Stern like in the morning and just play it, you know, throughout the house as they were getting ready to go to work. And I was, you know, I guess getting ready to go to school. I guess they really didn't care about his content or, or language. I mean, he was still on free radio, so we had to really be censored in what he said. But I always found it. I found it impressive that he could like make people laugh and make my parents laugh and even make me laugh when I got the jokes without telling a joke. It was just his dry sarcasm and, and humor that uh, attracted me to, to his style of comedy. And I mean, he's, he's still killing it today. So uh, shout out to Howard. That's Stern. funny. I was, I was raised with Howard Stern listening parents too. Maybe that's an explanation of as to how fucked up we are. I think it might have. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, sure, no. So with the reposting and sharing and like you were saying, this it's this alter ego kind of a character because, you know, you're different in real life. People are your, your videos are shared in just incredible abundance and uh, specific clips are saved. So beyond your name, people that don't know who Robert Frank is, but they know who this guy is. How do you think they describe it? If a friend had to show another friend a video, what are they going to say before they click, you know, the start button? Um, they would probably want to make sure that there's no children or elderly folks in the room um, because the language is, is not good. Um, and I, I find it funny when parents bring their kids to like expos or appearances or anything that I'm going to be at. And they bring their like 10 year old kid up to me and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm a big fan. I'm like, why do you let them listen to my videos like that? That's not for children. <laughs> but Anyway, uh, yeah, I would say, you know, make sure that the children and the parents are away and get ready because you're either going to love this guy or you're going to hate this guy. After watching the video, that's what I try to get. I just don't want someone to watch one of my videos and say, oh, OK, I want someone to either say, wow, this dude is intense. This guy's awesome. This guy's motivating. Or I want them to say, this guy's a douchebag. Like, I hate this guy. And but that's what keeps them coming back. So that that form of like, you know, this guy's a douchebag, fuck this guy, that doesn't irk you. It's more of like a, an influence to you. Yeah, no, I, I always you always want to be and this goes back to my wrestling uh, fandom. You always want to be cheered or you want to be booed when you come out of that curtain and you're walking down to the ring. The minute the crowd is just sitting on their hands and there's no reaction, you're done. So as long as people either hate you or love you, I mean, I trust me, I'd rather people love me because then you know that's cool but the people that hate me i i don't mind one bit still watching the videos right so fuck it the videos and it gives me material to do uh the little hater dance videos that i do from time to time i'll, I'll screenshot some of the best comments that people say that that i could post on instagram without getting pulled and i'll just take off my shirt and dance in my kitchen and and the the the, uh, the comments will flow across the screen so it really shows how much I don't care about what they're saying about me. A lot of people have drawn attention to you. Big names, big names. So what celebrity shout out has like meant the most to you personally? Uh, celebrity shout out. Um, well, was it real? Damn, there's, there's been so many. Um, 
I mean, Dan Bolzarian just just yesterday shared one of my videos, my Infinity War uh, rage video that I did. He shared it yesterday on his Facebook page. Um, he shared a video, a, another video of mine in the past. Um, in terms of people who have actually reposted uh, my stuff, Snoop Dogg just reposted my video, which is really like in a million years, I never, ever, ever would have thought that someone like Snoop Dogg would be a fan of mine and reposting my videos. But you know, you have your Dan Balzarians, you have your world star hip hops who share damn near every one of those videos that I do. Um, yeah, I'm, th those those are probably the, the big names of people that have shared that that have meant the most, just because they they help my channel so much, you know. But I love all the people that share. I don't care if you have one follower or if you have nine million followers. You sh you hitting the share button means that that video did something to you and it moved you or it made you mad or it made you really happy or it made you whatever that you want to share that with either your one follower or your. 10 million followers so every share is, is cool all press is good press i like that absolutely so a question i was given by a fan was how do you balance drinking booze but still hitting the gym and staying fit uh good question um and here's one of the misconceptions too a lot of people think that i'm like a bodybuilder I'm really not a bodybuilder. I just, uh, I go to the gym, you know, you're five, six, seven days a week sometimes. And, but I don't, I don't pretty, it's hard to explain, but I, I train pretty much for the weekends. Like I'll train Monday through Friday hard as hell to be able to, you know, have a couple Jack and, and diets on the weekend or, you know, have a bottle of something on the weekend. So there's really, there's no balance. I don't drink every night. I'll drink on the weekends, but a lot of people, you know, a, a hardcore bodybuilders and your pro bodybuilders and people that are really super into diet and fitness and everything like that, they'll tell you that drinking is a sin. Drinking is going to kill your gains. Drinking is this. Trust me, all me and all my bros, we train hard and we still, you know, drink and know how to have a good time and you know, it's, it's not going to kill you. Another fan question, a fan who goes by the name Vince Curcio does not believe you can actually take on, this is a quote, the 130s for a ride on the incline. What do you have to say about that? Uh, that would actually be true right now because my right shoulder and left shoulder are pretty much Swiss cheese right now. Um, but there was a time, and I have it on video, where I have been able to take the 130s for a ride on the incline for, for about six to eight reps as I always say in my video. Um, but no, right now, if you if you put 130s on my lap right now, they would they would break both of my arms. So once I rehab and get back into it, the 130s will be going back up. Um, I might be good for maybe hundreds right now, but 130s not happening. So Vince love, would be right. <laughs> yeah, Vince would be right right now. So uh, what kind of music do you like? That was a question that a lot of people had. They want to know either what you listen to when you work out, but also what the genres, you know, outside of, you know, the gym there is. I I like pretty much everything. Uh, I know that's a boring answer, but the, the stuff that gets me pumped up for the gym is like, um, I'll listen to a lot of heavy metal. I'll listen to a lot of... Uh, like death metal more of like the growling like kind of like i do in my videos but with like you know hard beats behind it uh but i'm also a, a huge fan of like mid 90s um rap like 
Black Moon, Smith and Wesson. Uh, well, Smith and Wesson. I know I, I said that messed up, but uh, Boot Camp Click, Tupac, uh, Goody Mob. I love all that old like. The new rap these in today's age really doesn't do it for me that much, but back in the day, all that uh, you know, mid '90s, late '90s stuff was it's it's still gold, and it's still on my playlist to this day. I'm very impressed. Smith and Wesson, General Steel from Smith Wesson is a big collaborator and friend of this podcast, so I'm gonna have him shout you out for sure. Oh, that, yeah, that's awesome, man. I was just, just this morning while I was doing cardio, I was I went on YouTube and I watched the. Uh, I watched the, the um, uh, Bucktown video about three times on repeat. So, yeah, shout out to Smith & Wesson. That's classic shit, absolutely. Another fan question we got was Jake Paul. You did the video with Jake Paul, who is notoriously known as kind of a douchebag, doing this the wrong thing, wrong time, wrong place. Uh, what was your experience like with that kid? Um. Well, Jake Paul, I, I knew... I got a, I, I was aware, um, if I could use an internet term, by a couple of my followers uh, a couple months ago that Jake Paul was following me. I didn't even know he followed me on Instagram. And um, he knew I was going to be out in L.A. I was out in L.A. for some business. I had some podcasts I was going on and just doing some meet and greets and appearances out there. And he knew he was going to be out there and he wanted to use me in a video. And I was like, sure, why not? So uh, we went up to the Team 10 house where he lives, is you know, $10 million house, and uh, we did a video. My impression from, you know, the hour that we spent together, he's, he's just a young kid that's, you know, he's got a, a lot of money, a lot of success, a lot of fame, and with that is going to come a lot of mistakes, and you're, you're going to piss a lot of people off and say the wrong things and do the wrong things, but, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he's super successful, and... I told him, I said, I don't even want you to plug. Like, if you even noticed in the video, he didn't say, you know, didn't tag my Instagram or didn't tag my Facebook or anything like that. I said, I don't even want the plug or the, you know, the credit. I just, it's cool that, you know, we got to meet and this uh, this whole thing went down. So it was actually almost like a month after his brother had that big thing with YouTube where, you know, he, he filmed the video of the uh the body in the woods and uh i guess he was over in asia so it was it was a little bit of a controversial time for us to to link up with him and i did get some shit from some of my fans um you know saying how they lost all respect for me because i did a video with jake paul if if you lost respect but if you're a fan of mine and you lost respect for me because i did a video with another social media influencer then you know you're really not a fan so that's uh that's my take on that but no he's like i said young kid just doing big things and you know hopefully he can just stay on the right path and, and continue to make millions yeah absolutely absolutely it's not like he's like a sociopathic killer that should just deter anyone from you know respecting you for affiliating with him so Absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, he's a young kid that will do anything to get views. And, you know, people people like criticize him for that. Oh, you'll do anything for views. Oh, wait a minute. Someone that's on social media doing something for views. Wow. That's a shocker. That's, that's what we all do. You know what I mean? So sometimes he pushes the limit. But I, I think I push the limit, too, with some of my videos and the things that I say. But, you know, it all goes back to you want to be cheered or you want to be booed. So... You don't want the minute people stop reacting, like I said before, is is when it's over. Gotcha. All right. Last question here. You've had several different jobs over the years, gym management, uh, 
tons of different things I was reading about. With this recent found with this recent found popularity, what would you like your long-term career to be? Do you have anything in mind? How would you like to advance with this this fame that you have now? Uh, well, um, the goal, I guess, is the way the way that we put it when we have our you know closed door meetings is eventually somehow to get off the internet, whether that's to be with acting, whether that's with um, something like that. I, I guess that my, my natural path would be some some type of acting, uh, getting into whether it's a movie or a TV show. I have filmed for a TV show, which uh, the, the pilot is being put together right now. Um, I've done some documentaries that haven't been released yet, just on social media influencers. So I'm getting my feet wet with, you know, little gigs here and there. But I think long term, that might be the uh, that might be the, the route. But I mean, as of right now, I'm, I'm working with Steel Supplements, a supplement company. And, uh, you know, I have my own merch out right now and life couldn't be better. But I know eventually, you know, you look long term and down five, ten years down the road, where do I want to see myself? I, I want to see myself like The Rock. You know, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Running for you know, president one day? Yeah, maybe. You know, so if anybody out there that's listening is in need of a angry guy that wears a bandana for a part in a movie or something, I'll let your boy, man. <laughs> There you go. Man, I got to congratulate you on all the success, all the things you're doing. You keep us laughing, and it was a pleasure talking to you today, man. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. I had fun. Tried to live the life of a hood from the streets. Test the wrong dread now. I'm in eternal sleep. Mr. the ripper eye. Lurk in the sty. Twist up the gunja when I want to get high. With my brethren. A Buddha session. Learn your lesson or get blasted by Mr. Smith or Mr. Wesson. Bucktowns everywhere, I swear. It's clear to me. You feel the weed. Now I really see. Knife all round the way. Original heads come out to play. But fur break through. It's just a regular, every day, stay to be and I. Mind told the way, rhymes feed the mind and time. I find reality follows me where I roam. 316 degrees back home. Home with the original gun clappers. 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 Once again, Smith and Wesson, you do it like this. To my man Buckshot, yeah, yeah, the rock. Buckshot, who can't drink D, Mr. Wall.